reproduction of this content is not allowed without the express written consent of EBH Fitness LLC. Victor Herbin III, and I'm taking it to the house. And I'm Dr. Timothy Hoover, and I'm taking it to the house. Vic, I'm over here burning, bro. I'm over here burning. We got college football. We got pro football, basketball, pro basketball around the corner, the NBA. We are knee deep in the NBA play, excuse me, in the major league playoffs. And yet, they're not even the leading stories. I should be in my my haven right now, enjoying good sports, and I'm not. And I'm gonna tell you why. It's the violence in the sports that's bothering me right now. In particular, and we'll talk about this, in particular, I wanna call it the tool rule or the tool effect in the NFL. The swing of the pendulum with concussion and concussion protocol and then protecting the quarterback. That's number one. And then in the NBA, Draymond. What in the hell? Come on. Come on. Those two types of violence in sports. Bro, we're not talking about MMA. We're not talking about in a cage fight. We're not talking, we're talking about violence already by nature in pro football. So let's play the game. Let's talk. Let's wrap, let's chop it up, and let's branch off of anything else that you may want to. But those two things in particular, violence in sports, would be the topic that I want to hit today. Come with it, brother. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. And, and, and it's interesting we talk about violence in the sport. We're not talking about violence in the sport and how they play the game. We're talking about how they're trying to regulate, how they're trying to pacify within the sport of football. And then we talk about violence in the sport, looking at basketball. It didn't even happen in the middle of a game. That's, 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 that's teammate on teammate crime. So I'm ready to dig deep into this because I'm feeling your energy. I'm, I'm feeling a level of, shall I say, pistivity because I could not <laughs> enjoy football this weekend like I should. I, 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 I enjoy the AFC North for a reason. Because it's the black and blue division. I mean, that is the that is where I mean straight carnage should occur. Now, while some of these infractions that we're going to speak about did not happen to AFC North, it is setting a template of how those who enjoy defense in the NFL is going to be impacted. Because when I see someone come off 
the end, whether it's a defensive end, a linebacker, or you put a Jalen Ramsey on a corner blitz to light a quarterback up, I want to ensure that I get the full experience. When I say that, the full experience, I don't need him to take a clean hit and be flagged because his weight, when he did a proper tackle and wrapped the quarterback up, not hit the quarterback with his helmet, not go helmet to helmet, not spear him by putting his head in his chest, but he wrapped the quarterback up and natural momentum causes you to tackle him and the ball hit the ground. Good play. We we went through yep. a period of NFL in the 90s with this in the grass rule with made stuff horrible because there's some quarterbacks who are mobile. You're like your Lamar Jackson, your Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen's that are in the grass rule now would destroy their innate skill set. So they took away that. Great. Let the quarterback make his play. But how much more regulation will we do on defenders to the point just put flags on them and or put a red jersey like quarterbacks getting practice during the week so when the guy gets back there, he pulls up? Because what we watched this last weekend was a hot mess. I'm going to defer to you, Unc, so you can go dig deep into it like it's Charmin tissue all up in that tail, hmm. and I'm going to go ahead and get the back of it. I'm going to wipe. Uh, uh, wet some wet naps, and I'm gonna go ahead and clean the rest <laughs> of the stuff that you left. But let's get in that yeah. tail tonight. Yeah. First, okay, the concussion rule. It, it, it's 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 there for a reason to protect concussions, and I believe in the seriousness of the rule. We need to protect all players, not just quarterbacks, but all players from the concussion. So that's one thing. But for the referee to interpret concussions no that's why you have a team over on the sideline to tell the player to come out you get grab his helmet and you sit him down i got a defensive lineman or a, a, a defensive end you said cornerback and jalen ramsey you got a linebacker coming on a blitz he has a clean shot we need to know that these guys are incentivized by the tackles by the sex by the uh, tackles for loss to making a game changing hit or play. Man, what would NFL films say today? If they saw this today, you can't show this as a highlight, these things that are going on. Matter of fact, they're, matter of fact, they're low lights. So let's start off again. The concussion rule, if applied and applied correctly, I believe in it. I believe in the premise, safety for the player. But now when we're going to talk about tackling, no, you're going to tackle, you're going to hit, you're going to try to dislodge the ball, you're going to tackle the ball. Man, you're 200 plus pounds. The quarterbacks themselves are bigger than some of the linemen. You got to get them down to the ground. Okay. And sometimes that's by any means necessary. And it's going to be violent. That is the game we play. That's why we have pads on and you got to play. Last night's game, the quarterback gets hit as he's getting hit. The ball is dislodged. The guy that's tackling him grabs the ball. That is now a fumble. But in the process, you go to the ground, the defensive man has the ball and the quarterback, they go down and they call that roughing the passer? What? Could have decided the game. And in the green room, we're talking about another game. We're talking about Tampa Bay and Atlanta, where they 
uh, uh, roughing the passer when they sling Tom Brady. Man, already Tom Brady gets privileged. Come on. He's wearing pads. He's wearing a helmet. He's going to get hit. I understand low hits. I understand illegal hits. I get that. But no, just a hit. Don't interpret it. Uh, referees interpret the rules of the game, not the intent of the tackler. Please, please clean it up. And as a fan, if you know anything about this show, we are fans first. And we are buying the product. We want the best product out there. We want, we, yeah, yeah, carnage is okay within reason, but doggone it, I think we've gone too far. So Tua gets concussed. His backup is pulled out of the game, clearly concussed, but they pull him out because the same organization is so concerned about another concussion or lack of, uh, of, of pulling him out too early or too late. They're, they're, they're scared now. And so the pendulum is swinging too far right, too far left. I need somewhere in the middle for cleaning up the concussion game and the, or the aggression of the game. It's tackle football, legalized hitting. Y'all ain't talking about the linemen who are hitting every, every play for five yards. It's boom, 300-pounder against 300-pounder. So I, I, I just, Vic, we need to do something, but referees should not ever be seen nor hurt. You should not influence the game is what I'm trying to say. Just regulate it, please. Just regulate it. And I'll toss it back to you, sir. Yeah, regulate. I mean, again, we're not asking for people to lose their life on the field. But it's the game of football has three teams, offense, defense, special teams. Each has a particular role. One is to score touchdowns by any means necessary. So you block, you pass, you run the ball. And on defense, you tackle, you deflect balls, you, you, know, you, you scheme, you intercept, you yeah. pick up fumbles. Your goal is to disrupt. Your goal is to intimidate. Your goal is to hurt, not injure. That is the purpose. You are going to hit somebody to hurt them, not injure them. There's a difference. So, and then you got special teams. Kick the ball, receive the ball, punt the ball, receive the ball. Got it. But when we start talking about how does the defender, 11 men on the side of the ball who's supposed to stop the other team from scoring and be as aggressive and intentional as, as possible, had to learn over the last decade that the way to tackle is not with your helmet anymore. So we watched how that had to change, how defenders would crush the right receiver coming across the middle. Oh, they got to pull up. Oh, he led with his helmet. Got it. So they had to relearn something that they had been taught when they played junior peewee football. Now as a grown man that made through college, playing a certain way, made it halfway through his NFL career, playing a certain way, and now having to adjust on the fly. And they did that. Now you're telling the, those straight meat eaters, the, the those who are in the trenches, that don't get too many sacks, but when they do, they're excited. That have to bump uglies with the big guys that John Madden would say back in the days. And you finally get your prize. You finally get your prize, which is a quarterback. As good 
crazy as he is, and they wrap them big arms around him, and boom. And now you're telling me it was in the act. We we know what a late hit is. We know what roughing the passer is. But what is it when I tackle the quarterback and I land on him because that is what I did? Are we now going to say when you tackle the running backs, you have to let up? Again, we're not – don't change the game. Change how you take care of the players. But don't go to the point where it changes the game where now a defensive lineman, a defensive end linebacker – has to think twice, does he make the tackle? Because now if he makes the tackle and the referee interprets it uh, too aggressively, he gets 15 yards, just like that. And it changed the context of the game between Tom Brady and and the Atlanta Falcons. Changed the concept. That, that, right. that, that, that was not supposed to be. And right. so it, it's, it's, it's disturbing. Uh, even listening to some of the commentators on watching the game this weekend, they were vivid, which is awesome. So where's the there, – there, there has to be a mid-season correction because mm-hmm. this right here goes back to something as bad as the tuck rule. Tom Brady does the tuck rule. Charles Woodson sees that in his sleep every night. And we all know that was a fumble. And so yeah. what what happens here? So this is where this yeah. is a this is a slippery slope that the NFL has found us in in week five of the season. Week five, man. Yes. Why are we talking about right. this? And and another thing about Tom Brady, man, you know, I recognize his greatness and what he's done at the quarterback position and 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 what he's done for the Patriots and, and the Bucks. Okay, he may be the GOAT uh when it comes to quarterbacking in the NFL. He may be, but Let's not forget, there's a double standard with Tom Brady. I'm looking at Lamar Jackson, a running quarterback, black at that, okay. Man, they don't say nothing when he's getting hit and slung around. They don't say nothing. You don't see a flag is what I'm talking about. They don't interpret the intent of the, of the, of the tackler when it comes to Lamar, but they're going to interpret the intent of the tackler when it comes to Tom Brady. It pisses me off. I can't help but think about black and white. I can't help because he's more athletic and he's 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 a runner. He's out of the pocket. And he's more susceptible. No, I say if you got the football in your hand, bro, I'm going to light you up. I'm going to hit you. And I'm going to try to get you out of the game because that's what I do. Or to your point, I'm going to try to make an effect on defense to change the momentum. And sometimes that is a hit. And sometimes that means that it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt somebody. But but the Tom Brady, the double standard has bothered me. It has always bothered me. And it really came to fore when I'm watching the uh, the Baltimore Ravens this, this weekend. And, and they're doing the same thing with, with Lamar. Yeah, he's a little bit smaller than Tom Brady. And they take him by the hips, you know. And they do that slinging motion when they try to grab him and, and, and take him down. I, I, I'm bothered by that because... No one talks about it, but it's happening, and I see it. And that's just, yeah, it's an opinion, but it's what's going on. And so, therefore, I, I dislike how the, the referees are officiating the game when you got a running quarterback versus a stationary quarterback and one that's in the pocket. Not fair. And I see it. By the eyes, it's not fair. Yeah, it's not fair. And, again, that, that- you know, they will always caveat it's a mobile quarterback. 
But it, at the end of the right. day, quarterbacks are the ones who sell the tickets. Quarterbacks are the ones that sell the tickets. Yeah. How do we still allow defenders to do their part without castrating the the, the game of football? Uh, 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 so we talked about violence in the sport. There is a level of acceptable risk and violence in the sport. We yeah. all should never see what happened to her ever again. We should all never right. see what happened to who, who was it? Uh, not not Jack Tatum. Uh, I think Jack Tatum went to hit him in in the seventies, Dar- eighties. Daryl Stingley. Yeah, Daryl Stingley. Stingley. We should never see that. That is what we're trying. To, God, we will never see that. But golly, man, come on, bro. There, there's. But 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 what we don't want to see either, you know, the post career where these concussions, these guys are killing themselves. They're suicidal. You know, they're not the same person that they were, you know, with their their wives or their children or even in their playing career, you know, because of concussion. So, yes, man, we need to we need to find some way to protect every player, not just the quarterback. And and so that's what we're talking about. And that's what you're leading to. Yes, there's an acceptable level of violence, but let's protect them all. Okay, and let's let's pray somehow in some kind of way that there's less and less uh, concussions that's going on. But I believe it's inherent with the sport. We don't want to see the Tua's. We don't want to see the Daryl Stingley. We don't want to see, heck, uh, something as simple as Bo Jackson. I just loved seeing him play the injuries. But injuries are unfortunate part of the game. And so how do you regulate? How do you regulate? So I don't know. But earlier, bro, we were talking about uh, Draymond Green. Okay, so violence. Violence, T- player on player, teammate on teammate, crime you, you mentioned. I, I certainly will lead, let you lead this discussion. I will jump in on the back end because I don't think Draymond wants to hear what I got to say, but I'm going to say it. Bruh, have at it. <laughs> Clean up on aisle four. Uh, I will say that when I when I when I look at it from a different lens, when we all heard the report, it's unfortunate. First thing I thought, right, hey, Michael Jordan did the same thing as Steve Kerr. Hey, what happens behind closed doors? Hey, Kobe and Shaq had a fight. It's it's alleged, it's spoken about. We don't we never heard, we never seen it. Okay, and and they went they went the blows. What teams have not had players go to blows? That's not that's so so again about violence in the sport. It happens. We have had experiences in high school watching our partners go because it does get heated. We can watch an NFL game this coming weekend and watch a player go off on their coach because either they pulled him out too early, they felt that a play was not called correctly. Uh, two weeks ago, Marcus Peterson was extremely upset with Jim Harbaugh because they knew they should have let the other team's running back score so the defense, so Baltimore could have got the ball back. And they got very heated. Uh, uh, Keenan Allen from the Chargers didn't even suit up. But he saw that (laughs) Brandon Staley went for in the fourth down, was upset, and tweeted. He wasn't even at the game, said, what? WTF? What are we doing? So it's not uncommon to have conflict. It's not uncommon to have conflict. Got it. But with the issue, again, what I understand and what I and and 
you know, self-disclosure. I had no issue when I heard that he hit him. All right, whatever, it happens. It's unfortunate they released the video. And now you see it's not what I imagine where they're on the, the court, they're playing, they get kind of out of hand, boom, boom, something like that, an open-handed slap. This they're in the compet they're in the flow of competition. We can go to the local park this weekend and watch fellas get into it because of the competition. No. What I saw was Draymond on one side of the court and Jordan Poole underneath the basket on the other side, and they're having dialogue. It's heated. Okay. Draymond then goes over in Poole's face and says whatever he says, and Poole pushes him. Well, where you and I come from, you push me. Oh, it's time to go. I'm not going to push you back. You're going to get these hands. And Draymond did what he's supposed to do. A grown man pushed you and didn't protect himself, and he got the business. And he folded like a cheap suit. Now, when we look at it, this from a man-to-man thing, hey, you did what you're supposed to do. Dude pushed me in my chest. Dude comes in my chest, talks to me, says something. I push him. Yo, man, get off me. All right, you push me, buy out, knock you out. That that works on 34th Street and King Boulevard. That works on you know Broadway. It works anywhere else. But then you see the video and it's and his teammates, you're like, what happened here? Did you like that? Is that man's livelihood? He could have broke his jaw, his nose, and now you impacted the team where he's out for six weeks. What happens now when they get back to the locker room? What 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 happens to those dynamics where now you have to pick a side? I'm Team Draymond. I'm Team Jordan because the team, the players know what was happening there. There's no audio on that video. However, everyone in that in that space, they know exactly what happened. So now people have taken sides. You can't tell me they're not. And so now, from an organizational leadership standpoint. A, a, a team that you and I have said on the show is a model franchise who is in the middle of a dynasty, doing great things, do everything right. Now are placed in a position where the limelight is on them for the watching Draymond, who has been known as being unpredictable on the court against opponents. But to see this as a leader, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? How, how does Jordan <laughs> come back and feel psychologically safe? How do you come back and say, all right, I, I, I got you, bro. You embarrassed me in front of my peers that are not even on this team. You embarrassed my family to watch me laid out like that. Hey, Draymond, you embarrassed your own family to be seen that hothead. So I hear him do his apology. Great. Awesome apology. But don't tell me you're taking time off. I know, and I wish that the, the organization would come out and say, no, we suspended him. That's how we're going to handle it. Right. Or when he comes back, we're still going to suspend him. But you put the you put the organization in a bad position, and uh, wrong is wrong, and seeing that, hearing that, watching that was very disturbing, and I I don't know if it's in the hands of the league or it's the Golden State issue, uh, but man, someone's got to have some uh, a come to Jesus moment. What you think about all that? Yeah, uh, so like you, and you set it up very well there's a time and a place for everything, right? So if it were the park, I would understand it a lot better. But this is the sanctity of your, you go to war with these guys, you win a championship with these guys, you play with these guys, you have mentored 
these guys, especially these young players, talented players, you're the vet and you stole on him. So yes, you had license to punch him because he did push you, but you didn't have, I believe that Draymond didn't even have to go that far or get that close. People talk stuff and maybe he said something about you. And then what? You want to walk up on him? Just keep talking where you're at and let him keep talking. That's one thing. But when you get encroached in somebody's face, then it becomes it becomes a threatening moment for everybody. And I wish it never happened, but the, the video was released. So here's what I want to say to you, Draymond. I'm Bob Myers and or I'm the ownership. I'm talking to you that same day. And I'm going to say thank you for all the memories. Thank you. But for the dynamics, because you're a vet, because of the way you handled yourself in this environment, because I have and possibly have a split and or have to answer for this for the next year, at least for the next couple of months, because of the embarrassment you brought to this family, I'm going to come in like uh, the godfather. You got to go. I want you to move. I want, want you to go into witness protection. I don't care. You know what? You're going to go. I will pay you to not sit on the bench. I don't want you even part of this franchise. And I want to get in front of the mic. I'm going to tell everybody he has been removed from this facility until I deem it okay. Until Jordan Poole says it's okay. Until Steph and the players. Because you have lost the trust of those teammates, the same people that you have gone to battle with. For the last, what, seven, ten years. How many years he's been? But with Jordan Poole, maybe three or four years. You have lost the trust of those players. We should not ever have this happen. So the organization, I, 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 they're a strong organization. We have talked about it from the ownership, general manager, the coach, to the players. Everybody are sound leaders and make good decisions, and they comport themselves very well. And now they have to handle this. And I don't like it for Steph or Clay or any of their players to have to, every time there's a mic in front of them, they're going to be talking about what's your relationship like? What is going on? How are you? How are you dealing with this? No, it should be about basketball. Yes, there are disagreements. There are pushing matches, shoving matches. There are fights. We, we, we get that. But, but, but having witnessed this video and seen it and how he came at least 20 to 40 feet to, to engage in this and make it happen. No, video is incriminating. So I have to let you go, Draymond. Thank you for the years. Thank you for four championships. Thank you for all your hustle. Thank you. But I will not forgive you for this act alone. And this act alone is enough for me to say goodbye. We're going to step up, part our ways and, and so long. This act by itself. And I believe you're going to have trouble trying to find another team. I believe you're going to have trouble finding a team that's as good or successful that you can make a difference because your skill set is made for Golden State. You put yourself in this position, not me. You have forced me to make a decision because I have to look out for the greater good of all and not just the one. And you have done this for me and it's uncomfortable, Draymond. And I got to let you go. I can change my mind later. That's a different story. But right now, I'm pissed. And you got to go. So I don't condone it. Don't like it. Don't want, don't, don't want to see it. And man, 
in this day and age, there's a video everywhere. How did TMZ get this damn video? TMZ, I swear, you can do everything, but you can't find nothing on Donald Trump. Come on, TMZ. You're in the wrong business. However, since you're doing this, how did it, as an organization, somebody in the video room needs to be fired as well to allow this to get to public, to get to TMZ. So that would be another problem that I'd have to deal with because what happens here in Lakerland or Chicago Bull land or wherever land, it needs to stay in the house. And somebody, it should not have, you and I should not have ever seen that. We should have been, there was a fight. Okay, it happens all the time. And that's it. No, the video leak. And the Ray Rice kind of thing. Oh, he hit his wife or he hit his girl or whatever. But then you see the video. Oh, my goodness. Incriminating. I saw the video. Goodbye. See you later. Deuces, Draymond. That's my take. Yeah, I love how you hit the video staff. Because at the end of the day, yes, it happened on video, but this was family business. Do you remember growing up when we get in trouble and we get spanking or there's some, some discipline that happens at home and our parents tell us, now what happens in this house stays in this house. Now, no one's being abused or anything like that. It was, this is family business. This does not leave the streets. That was family business. You and I should not even know that that happened. The simple fact, even that it was reported that Michael Jordan hit Steve Kerr. How was I supposed to know that? Who was there to tell the story? Someone said it and they said, but if that wasn't good enough to talk about it on Thursday, I'm going to show you the video on Friday. Whoa, I'm with you. I need to make sure TMZ is not in my bathroom. I don't need to be exposed because them jokers are everywhere. <laughs> so if they have an opportunity to hear that this this that this 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 uh this violent act had occurred. Golden State should have said, "Video team, give me the video, give me all this stuff. Right. Who's in this video Clean room? Who was there? They, Clean it up. They need an erase. You know, give it to yeah. me. Yep, I either erase it, give me the sole copy of that, and we'll keep that in headquarters or or the main office. But because it has not been contained, I'm with you. Hey, I can hire a new video staff." Uh, IT people are plentiful out here in these streets. Hey, thank you for your time. Here goes certificate. I don't know who did it, but whoever it was, y'all yeah. know how to keep family business inside the family. You gone too. Hey, while you out, hey, Draymond, go ahead and follow these cats right here. The gate's open still. Let's go. Because now this is your time to show as an organization what's tolerated, what's not. The reason why we don't know what happens in New England with the Patriots, because they know how to keep their stuff in-house. There's a lot of stuff that I'm sure happens up there. And if you've ever even heard those guys on the interview, they're very particular about the Patriot way. So yeah. when things happen, you see organizations, I'm sure the Pittsburgh Steelers had a doozy with Antonio Brown and, and Le'Veon Bell. And when they got outside the box, they let the behind go and kept it moving. Ain't turned back since. Yep. So yep. their organizational... Uh, blueprints for teams to say, okay, wow, we really enjoy this talented player, but your talent does not supersede the organizational culture. Thank you for your time. Thank you for championships. Bye-bye. Hey, bro. Thank you for saying that. And thank you for this last 30 minutes. It's It's gone by very quick. 
my last take, man, and it's not going to be violence in sports. I just want to talk about a, a Alabama quarterback. Oh, he happens to play for Philadelphia Eagles. Biggest surprise to me for the season, 5-0, and Jalen Hurts. I just want to say, bro, keep doing what you're doing. You know, the biggest thing, it's not your athleticism. It's not you throwing the ball, running the ball, or managing the team or the game. I love how you handle yourself at the press conferences. So Jalen Hurts, I'm just going to say I am proud of the way you're handling your business on the field, off the field, 5-0. Will it be 6-0? You're going up against your division rival this week against the Cowboys, and the Cowboys are going to be bringing it. Micah Parsons and that defense is going to be bringing it. That's got to be my game of the week. And I'd like to know, Vic, what your game of the week would be. And if I had to pick of the two, I'm going to say the Cowboys are going to beat them. That's my take. That's my take. I've been wrong before, but that's okay. I prognosticate. I talk out the side of my mouth, but that's the way my eyes are seeing it. I see the Cowboys winning this game and rendering the Eagles their first loss. But that's not why I had this take. I just wanted to say Jalen Hurts. Of the few Alabama quarterbacks, you are representing yourself and your school very well and your family by the way you're handling your business. So uh, I want to say thank you for joining us, our fans that are out there. We definitely want to know how is your NFL team doing right now? How are you feeling about your team five games in? Let us know. Hit us up on Facebook uh, uh, or many of our platforms. We just want to know how you're doing. And for that, I'm taking to the house and I'm out. Great point. I think this next coming weekend is going to be exciting football. I think I'm a co-sign on that only because it's very rare that the Dallas Cowboys can actually have a game this late in the season be relevant. Uh, there's a lot of stories there. As always, Dallas Cowboys has stories, but Cooper Rush or is it Jack Dak Prescott? And let's look at it from this other side. Two black quarterbacks with the potential in a in a very high-keyed matchup uh, game. Uh, between the Dallas Cowboys and Philadelphia Eagles if, in fact, Dak plays that game for a chance for first place. When was the last time both those teams be relevant at the same time? Oh, by the way, if I want to give the bonus, the bonus game, how about those Ravens against the New York Giants? Another team in the NFC East, since when have they been that good? So you got three teams in the NFC East that are actually looking pretty good, putting some pretty quality uh, film out there. Uh, the Giants did yeah. beat the, uh, the Packers last week in London, so I, I will yeah. I will co-sign with the game of the week is the uh, uh, the, the Cowboys versus the Eagles. I love to watch that. I do like watching Jalen Hurts do his thing. It's exciting. But what I do want to share with everybody: Hey, don't forget. Yes, it's football five weeks in, but baseball season has started. Uh, it's unfortunate. <laughs> On one side of the coin, how the how the New York Mets, who were touted to be one of the teams that not could make it to the Super uh, to the World Series, loses in a wild card matchup. Look, I understand that, because guess what, Dodgers Dodgers were there one year where we had got what we had one of the best records, and we don't make it past that first. Round. It is deflating. It is like how yeah. how it just feels so empty. Can I at least get four games out of this? A one game play in? I won a hundred plus. Maybe that's another story. Maybe that's another sh a show to talk about that playoff <laughs> part. But good job, Mets. You look great. 
uh, probably be like well, another five years before you're relevant again like that because, you know, it's like one year on and four years off, kind of like leap year. <laughs> However, great job. But what you did do, Mets, you allowed the, the San Diego Padres to come meet their big brother an hour and a half away. And guess what's happening right now? The Dodgers are putting the mud hole. So, everybody, fans, check it out. It's baseball season, <laughs> a postseason, very exciting time. You know this is L.A. representing – the Dodgers about to handle their business. It's up three three games now at the time of this recording. So, again, uh, <laughs> enjoy you all. Our 30 minutes go by fast and fun. You hear um, <laughs> laughing because this stuff is on point today. But I love you all. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We got something for you. We love the engagement with you all. See you all next week, same time, same place. Do that thing. And continue to remember, it's the Breast Cancer Awareness Month do it love your mom love your ladies do the damn thing take it to the house we out